Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Well, you hear Alicia, Chuck, and Josh's voice on the radio weekly. And perhaps you've seen their faces on advertising in the area or on television. Maybe you even have a friend or an acquaintance who works with the Lehman Lewis team. But how much do you really know about Alicia, Chuck, and Josh? And today in particular, we're going to focus on Josh. Welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. If you would like a more personal face-to-face chat with the Lehman Lewis team, reach out 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web. Go to laymanlewisresources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to today's show. Well, good, good morning. morning. Good morning. And, and can I answer these questions for Josh? Can I tell you about Josh? <laughs> well, he is in the room, so well, uh, he can always maybe have Maybe I better not then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, right. But, you know, this uh, so often we do spend time, and we have a lot of fun here on the show, but um, and and we've talked about Alicia's story, and 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 obviously Chuck can relate to it because he read it while she was writing it in you know in high school. Um, and and Josh, we just haven't really delved into your background a lot. So, but I do want uh, Chuck and Alicia to fill in some things because uh, we have a unique, fun situation here. We have a husband and wife, and a father-in-law dad. And so there's a lot of perspective to be had today on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Uh, tell me, uh, Josh, about your background. How did you get involved in financial, you know, all what we do, retirement income planning? Wow, that's a great, fun question. So um, it was actually Chuck and Alicia who sort of approached me about getting into uh, financial services. So I was going to college. I was you know, sort of off and on at school. I was one of those guys who also worked full-time and then went to school full-time. So there were some years where I didn't take as many courses and I was sort of languishing a little bit. I was getting a little burned out on everything. And they kind of came to me one day and said, you know, have you ever thought about an exciting career in financial services? (laughs) And, uh, I it was a you pretty to a dinner seminar, right? They said, "Have I got an opportunity oh. for you?" We had a chalkboard, and- <laughs> so uh, it was a pretty resolute. No, I have not thought about that, and I always liked finance, and I I did some day trading and things like that. So I was always interested, and I had the opportunity to go to a lot of conferences with them and stuff, and so it was one of those kind of what I would call a slow burn in that regard, and so. Um, we just talked about it a lot kind of candidly and it sort of just started from an organic sort of place. Uh, All right, Alicia, uh, now, uh, tell me how you approached him about this. Well, actually he was in school. He was in med school and med school. um, Hold on. Time out. I know he won't ever brag on himself. Josh is so smart. He's very, very analytical. He is a genius and, but he never, you know, he'll never brag on himself. Med school. But I, the didn't, thing, I didn't graduate. I don't have like a doctorate. Right. Well, yes, no, but I, you have, you're probably pretty close to a biology degree if you were th- on a med school track. 
I, I was close to a biology degree. We were actually just talking about that. I studied microbiology, as a matter yeah. of fact. So wow. he, he actually was just, you know, and as you can well imagine, he was just getting burned out, just like mm-hmm. he said. And um, I literally will never forget when we sat down and talked with him. We were uh, on my parents' deck. We had a really good bottle of wine. So you know, always, we wanted to kind of loosen him up <laughs> a little bit. Conversation lubrication. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we just said, listen, with the way your mind works and you're so analytical and we need a financial analyst, we, we want um, to add some additional services to Lehman Lewis. And um, Now, were you guys he, married yet at this point? Yes, okay. we were. We were married. And I think at first he was like, I don't know about that, you know, because it was just this new thing. But working with family is an interesting dynamic, also. (laughs) Yeah, especially, especially if you know Chuck. The Chuckster. So, uh, you know, after a lot of it was, it was cool too, because, you know, when he started to consider it, our whole thing was, would this be good um, for our marriage or would this be bad? We just, you know, our marriage is number one. So we want to make sure that that's going to work. So we went and we kind of interviewed like five different uh, advisor couples, um, some people that we knew and just said, Hey, would you, would you recommend us doing this? Um, And the main question that we would ask is what is the number one piece of advice that you would give us if we were to do this? And, and across the board, it was really interesting. We kept hearing, don't be in competition with each other and have completely separate, uh, specialties within your company. Mm. And that's what we've done. And that's why it's worked so well. Um, I, I love working with Josh. So, Chuck, uh, as you're thinking through this, I mean, you're part of Alicia's chat with Josh. How did it come about in your eyes as he came on board? Well, I was really excited because of the fact that, you know, he is he's that analytical part that we were actually missing. And uh, and I can't say how much it added to our firm. I mean, that's when uh, I mean, we've always done pretty well. But when Josh came aboard, that's when things just, it was like that was a missing piece of the puzzle to make this thing a uh, huge uh, success in our community. Folks, if you would like to reach out and work with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Layman Lewis team, you can do that. Uh, and, and who you hear on the air each and every week, who you see out in the community doing things, this, these they are their authentic selves. This is not... Uh, something that they're one way on the radio and they're different out in the community. They, they, We have fun here on the show, and that's what you're going to find when you sit down with them and talk through your financial income plan in retirement. Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. You can go to the web as well laymanlewisresources.com. We have some great downloadable resources for you. All you have to do is input your name and your email address. That's at laymanlewisresources.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So, Josh, 
What about lessons you learned as a young guy uh, growing up? Uh, what were some financial lessons that you've maybe carried on with you into this career? Yeah, that's good. So um, growing up, we were, uh, what's the PC term, Pol- uh, economically disadvantaged. <laughs> So, (laughs) you know, we were, we were kind of pioneers of the tiny house movement also. So uh, I grew up in the trailer movement too, or that's what we refer to as a tiny home now. It's much more PC. So yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not PC on a house with wheels under it. So, um, you know, it's funny because people talk about like financial literacy as this thing of like, well, as soon as I get a bundle of money, I'm going to learn about finances and it guys, Hey, listen, it doesn't work that way. And so I sort of started the other way, right? Where you look at finances and when you don't have a lot of money, you got to be really smart about what you do with it. And I saw my parents just in a circumstantial bad situation and sort of, you know, climb their way out of that. And so as a kid, it wasn't like, you know, we had all these opportunities to make money. So when I did find an opportunity to make money, I really learned how to capitalize on that. So And then also looked at how do you take that and parlay it into something else. So it's one of those things of, you know, I'm going to shovel these people's walk and then surely they're going to want me to mow their grass in the summer Mm. if I do a good job. So always kind of looking at it on the the long game, so to speak, of, you know, a kid just out there trying to make some money and then looking at what I would do with that money because I was always a kid who saved money with the intent of doing something else with it. So I wasn't, you know out at the the baseball card shop or whatever, spending all of that. So, you know, there's all these little lessons that we pick up along the way, but I think more than anything, I learned how to kind of build one lesson on top of another on top of another. Well, that's just, that's really awesome. So, and this is one, a question, we've got about three and a half minutes left in this segment that I want all of you to sound off on, but you and Alicia have two beautiful sons in Judah and Ezra. Um, and I know they are the center of a lot of the attention uh, with this with this family, and and rightly so. So, what are you guys teaching Judah and Ezra about finances, and what you think will pay dividends for them down the road? I think one of the big things, you know, Judah, our oldest, is really motivated by you know earning money and doing things, and he's a hard worker and he loves it. But kind of him understanding what we call time value of money, so. Um, and not an investment standpoint, but looking at how much time did you devote to doing said job and how much did you make? So then as he accrues that money and builds it up, I also then reiterate to him, I say, okay, if you want to buy X, Y, or Z, right? He's big into fishing. So he spends a lot of his money on fishing stuff. So if we're at, you know, an outdoor shop or whatever, and he's looking at buying something, I always like to kind of help him reference that cost. So say, you know, if this item costs you $40, how much of your time did you spend to make that $40? And do you feel like exchanging that amount of time for that particular item is worth it? And can I just butt in here? They they literally have these conversations. It is outrageous, (laughs) which, you know what? This is the analytical mind of Josh and and Judah is very, very similar. Um, he's very analytical and he gets really into it. Uh, but he also is such a saver. And then Ezra, he's the kid that he's like, I, I want that. You know, we, we go up to horse tooth a lot. And so he'll, he'll come to the boat and say, well, I want to go buy an ice cream sandwich at the marina, you know? And I'm like, 
oh, good for you. Did you bring your money? You know, and he's like, no, but let me work. No, let but me I work got grandpa get... here. I got, well, he'll, I got do, Papa. He, he'll try to work that a little bit. But even <laughs> Papa will put him to work and have him, you know, scrub a deck or do a chore or what have you. But he's the kid that runs up as soon as he gets that two bucks and goes buy, goes and buys an, his ice cream. And, you know, he's it's so funny, though, just how different Complete they opposites. they are. But you know what? I think the best part of just financial literacy is for kids is just talking about money, just being able to have yeah, that conversation. Be of it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And just make it part of your part of your conversation. It's not it doesn't have to be this big conversation. It's just part of the everyday life, right? And and grandpa, you've got to love, you know, again, seeing Judah and Ezra and what each part Alicia and Josh have played in them. I definitely they have, you know, they've done an excellent job of uh raising them to know that, you know, you're just not entitled to things without working for it. And, uh, and that's, you know, at the, at the lake there, you know, like Alicia said, they'll want something and, and I'll say, okay, if you want to, you know, haul, haul my garbage and everybody down the dock, you know, get my little cart, push your garbage up to the, uh, you know, where the dumpster is. And it's, you know, it's a good walk. It's probably, I don't know, a quarter of a mile. And, um, and, you know, I'll pay you two bucks. And, you know, Ezra's like, okay, you know, because he's thinking about how many ice cream cones he can buy. Judah and, saved for it five years ago. Uh, well, and Judah's Judah, like, and Judah's like I'll, how about five? five? And, and you know, he's trying to work me up, and um, I'll say, no, Ezra will do it for two. Why should I give you five? But and I have say, to okay. say, you are really good about teaching them to, you know, the other week, you told me Judah did not do a good job on the lawn, uh-huh. and he he <sighs> cut his pay and took pictures and said, hey, this is why I'm cutting your pay. Mm. This next time, you better do better. So it it is part of that expectation and holding them accountable as well um, is just as much teaching them about, you know, the value of money. Folks, reach out and join our team at Lehman Lewis. Uh, I I really think you'll enjoy just sitting down and having a conversation. And, and, And it's about income, which is key to your retirement and, and it's not a conversation you should ever shy away from. You're going to spend 30 years in retirement. Why not sit down and have important conversations about it? Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Who will get your things when you're gone? Discover what options you have to make sure your wishes are carried out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free estate planning guide by texting GIFT to 970-446-1234. 
That's gift to 970-446-1234. Wouldn't it be nice if when you were younger, you knew some of the things that you know now? Boy, how many times have we all said that? Yeah, a popular post on LinkedIn yielded a lot of responses from people sharing words of wisdom that they wish they would have known back at the age of 20. Alicia, what advice, and we're going to ask each one of you, but I'm going to start with Alicia because it's ladies first. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? I love this question. This is I was just talking to my friend about this the other day. Um. You know, I, I would say kind of two things. One would be slow down, (laughs) slow down a little bit, um, you know, stop and smell the roses. But the other thing would be, uh, save more. You can't save too much. Just keep on saving, save, 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 save. (laughs) She'll be like Dory instead of just keep swimming. It's just keep saving. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's so good. All right, Chuck. Yeah, you and I are the elder statesmen on the show with these two youngins. Uh, What would you tell your 20-year-old self? Keep life in balance. Uh, You know, really search your heart of what is important and, uh, you know, and and go after that. Uh, You know, I, I remember when I was younger, it was just about success and, you know, being a success in business and there were a lot of things that, you know, I gave up in early life to, you know, be successful in business. And yeah, I appreciate that. But still, you know, like Alicia said, I think she gets this for me is stop and smell the roses. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, at my age, so many times I do, I seriously stop, smell flowers, look at a bee and just take that time. And I wished I'd done that earlier in life. <laughs> All right, and Alicia's I'm laughing. Sorry that I, kind of, I was just I was just picturing you stopping and smelling flowers. I do like and out, come, I know I've I, actually literally been like you have a little pollen on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding you. All right, Josh, your turn. What would you tell your 20 year old self? That's a good one. Um, I would say take risks, slow down. And probably don't sweat the small stuff, you know. Oh, that's a a that is oh man. I think we get too hung up on all these little mistakes, and you know we beat ourselves up, or at least I do quite a bit. And so I think recognizing that not all mistakes are bad, that they're all learning lessons. So kind of keep that in perspective of like what you take away from those quote unquote mistakes you make. Mm. It's really good good one. Yeah. What about you, Bruce? Well, I'm going to say uh, remember to fall forward. You know, in, in football, they always teach running backs to fall forward because you're going to gain extra yards. And, and so you, you know you're going to trip up and you're going to fall. But if you fall forward and not backward, you're doing yourself a much greater favor. So I think sometimes we get caught up in the negative side of making a mistake, kind of like Josh said. And so it's just fall forward. Just, you know, um, and, and that's why I, I still think that uh, perseverance is that word that's stuck in my head for yes. the rest of my life. It is because you just, you have to grind. And, yeah. and that's, uh, I think, what I'm all about. So I, I have to tell you something. I've been <clears> one <throat> too, but go ahead. <laughs> so I, I would, um, I don't even know, this might upset Josh, me telling you this, but he <laughs> fell down the stairs last night, Uh-oh. but he fell backwards. Backwards. Ooh. And I think, yeah, hurt himself pretty good. I think he would have been a little better had he fall forward. (laughs) 
fall forward next time, Josh. Probably not. Well, it's all, it's, all, it's all a lesson for everyone there, Josh. Fall forward. <laughs> oh, poor guy. So we're, we're over here snickering. Snickering like, oh, when no, you said falling. that, fall forward. Yes, you shouldn't fall backwards. Because <laughs> you right. fell backwards. Okay. When we were 20, whether we knew it or not, we were already laying groundwork toward our financial success in later life. Now, we talk a lot here on the NOCO Retirement Report about the stages of retirement, but financial planners say that there are five financial stages of life, and it's useful to examine each one of them starting with your early uh, career years. So, Alicia, your clients probably have kids or grandkids in that first stage. How can you help the next generation find solid financial footing? Well, I, I think that this comes back to having the conversation. It, it always starts there, right? Because, um, you know, and I talk about this a lot with, um, you know, people my age where I was very blessed to have, um, you know, my dad, we always talked about money. We always, you know, that it was an open conversation, but many, many people didn't have that uh, benefit. And uh, we didn't, we did not learn about money in school they're right now they're not teaching kids about money and money and savings and you know how that all works and i think that it's really really important to have the conversations and and right off the bat it is okay what is your your credit right get make sure that you build your savings and establish that really good credit history because that is going to follow you for the rest of your life and it can be established very very early and i think that a lot of people don't or a lot of kids, teenagers and, and early 20s don't realize that. Um, the other thing is, even though, yes, establishing the good credit report history and all of that, that doesn't mean, hey, go get a bunch in debt. Right. And yeah. and that's the other thing. People are like, well, I'm just trying to establish my my credit. No, that's not how you establish good credit by getting over your head in debt. I mean, it's just, um, it's a fallacy. And I think that that's how credit card, you know, companies make a lot of their money. So avoid increasing your debt as much as you can and just, you know, live within your means. So if you do get that credit card, pay it off every month. Just yep. use that as your regular, you know, um, like a debit card, but then you're paying it off every single month. And, and ultimately that's going to give you the ability to kind of budget and start thinking about how much can I save? How much, um, how much can I save each month and do it? Save as much as you possibly can into a Roth and beyond. So, you know, max out those Roth accounts as much as you can, but start setting up your financial accounts now for your retirement. Even at the young age of 18 years old, you can do that. And um, I, I think a lot of these things, um, again, are things that people don't talk about. And um, it, it, I always, when I was a kid, um, and literally I was a kid when I started making money, even when I was a kid, I always had this thought of out of sight, out of mind, right? I even did it with my Halloween candy. I'd, I'd hide my Halloween candy because if it was out of sight, it was out of mind, but same with money. If you're getting paid and having that go into your account, move it to another account, move it to a savings account or investment account, because when it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And then you're not going to be tempted to spend it. And I cannot stress this enough budget, 
know what you're spending, know where you're spending money and um, have a budget for it. Have a budget for your every single thing that you spend money on because then you'll realize, oh, wow, I have all this leftover money. Mm. Such good advice, and you can gain even more of that by sitting down with the Lehman Lewis team. Reach out today. Be one of the first 10 callers and set an appointment for uh, your retirement income planning, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. Also invite you to check out LaymanLewisResources.com. On there, you'll find the checklist challenge. Will your money last as long as you do? Are you paying too much in taxes in retirement? These are free resources that are available to you at LaymanLewisResources.com. All you have to do is input your name and your email address, and you'll get a free downloadable PDF uh, that you can uh, gain more knowledge and then set that appointment. Again, 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And um, Josh and Chuck, uh, you know, after the early career phase, you get into family and career building. So can you tell us about the big financial steps that are happening at this point in our financial life? I'll start with you, Chuck. Well, you know, uh, at this point in life, you're starting to, you know, realize that, my gosh, I'm an adult. I have, uh, you're going to start, you know, raising a family. I'm, mo- I'm responsible for more people than just myself. And, you know, one of the things that I highly recommend is to buy life insurance. Because when you're in that early stage and you're the main breadwinner and, uh, or, you know, even if you're not, you know, it's too two income families anymore, but if if uh, either one of you pass away, there's a problem. So life insurance is very important. And ma- making sure you have health insurance, it's, it's, it's amazing to me how many people that I've run into in my career that, well, you know, I'm young, I'm in good health, I don't need to worry about that. You know, I was 30 years old and had an emergency surgery that cost like $35,000, and I had insurance, but I thought, what would have happened if I hadn't have? I, you know, I'd been in debt for that for a long period of time. So health insurance is, you know, another extremely important thing. And disability insurance. You know, I bought disability insurance when I was, I think, 30 years old. Uh, and I bought it just to cover my mortgage. Should have had more than that, never had to use it. But in the event that I did become disabled, I know that, you know, at least we could have kept our home. Uh, you know, and saving for college. I, you know, I didn't save a lot for college. I thought, well, I'll pay along the way. But, you know, thank, thank the good Lord that, uh, you know, my children that went to college, they were very good about getting grants. And, um, you know, I, I had a deal with my kids that, uh, you know, if you did well in school, uh, I'd pay for your auto insurance if you got straight A's. If you got any B's, I'd pay for half of it. Uh, if you weren't doing real well, you're going to pay for all of it. Well, Alicia was real good about making sure her grades were just to where I had to pay all for auto insurance. <laughs> it was good incentive. Uh, yes. It was. But, you know, and, and at that point in time, I was, you know, building my business. And uh, so, you know, there's so many phases of this when you're when you're that age. But the main thing is take care of your family. In the event, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst. And keep and, saving. And the last just thing is just grow saving. your savings. Just keep putting in there because that is what's going to help you out in the event of, uh, you know, something happens, something goes awry, you need to have 
savings it to back you up. And if it doesn't, hallelujah. Now that's just more money that you have for your retirement plan. And Josh, we have just a minute left. You want to expound on, on this thought? You know, I think more than anything is this is where we start getting into those peak earning years, right? Where our careers start blossoming or maybe we started a business and it's starting to take off. So I think really looking at all those things you got a budget for. And that's really once you understand your budget, understand your cash flows, that's really your best opportunity to start maximizing your savings or, you know, looking at extra money you can put back into your own business. So, you know, it's never too early to start thinking about saving for retirement. Yeah, and again, I invite uh, folks to check out LaymanLewisResources.com. That's LaymanLewisResources with an S.com. Uh, are you subjecting your portfolio to too much risk? There is a, a downloadable resource right there at LaymanLewisResources.com. You can click on it, just input your name and your email address. It's a downloadable PDF. You can read up on it and then set that appointment with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, and the entire Layman Lewis family at 970-446-1234. That number again, 970-446-1234. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and have paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Ready to take control of your future? Register now for one of Lehman Lewis Financial Group's upcoming dinner seminars by texting RSVP to 970-446-1234. That's RSVP to 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. It's probably no surprise that what's right for your money now probably won't be the case in 10, maybe 20 years. There are five main stages to your financial life, and the third stage is an important one. It's your pre-retirement years, but I want to backtrack uh, with with you, Josh. Um, you know, let's, uh, talking about working with people that are in the varying stages of life. So I'm sure you have many clients that are in uh, one or more of these stages right now. Typically, to a certain extent, we do. But really, our wheelhouse is working with folks in that pre-retirement and retirement stage. You know, so if you're not quite getting serious about maximizing retirement savings, you know, typically that's not quite in our wheelhouse. But really, if you're five to 10 years out from retirement, that's really where we kind of tend to shine and building out those retirement plans. So it's all a matter of kind of looking at where you're at and where you want to be and, and working with the right people to help you get there. 
Well, and ultimately, so I'm, I'm kind of that next generation. Uh, being a part of Gen X and the early years of Gen X, it's not uh, that I'm going to retire tomorrow, but it is something that's on my mind. And Alicia, that's where uh, people of my generation are starting to think about it. Kids are out of college. You're about to pay off the house. You've got a lot of those kind of finish line things happening. But now it's like, okay, what do I, I really want to set myself up for retirement. And it's a good time to start thinking through it. Absolutely. And and I think that's when a lot of people are again in their peak earning years and they're saying, man, I'm making more than what I spend. How should I invest this money? How do I set myself up for better success? And, and hey, could I maybe retire early? I think that's one that's, you know, kind of a fun thought for a lot of people. Like I, I'm doing pretty good and I feel like I'm saving pretty good, but um, I, I don't know that I'll ever be able to retire. And we talk to so many people and they say that, yeah, I wish I could retire yesterday. <laughs> and that's where we get to go to the, go to the drawing board and say, is that possible? And if it's not, how quickly can you retire if you do X, Y, Z? And I think that having your eye on the prize is, is, um, really how people get there and get there quick. And, and I'll, I'll never forget. I was, um, I was sitting down with uh, a, a really wonderful client of ours, and, and she was wanting to be retired so bad. And we looked at her numbers and we said, you know, you would be really just so much better off if you could work on getting your house paid off and saving X amount. And, you know, sometimes when we tell people that it is um, a big feat because I think uh, people look at that as sometimes daunting. Oh no. She, I want to tell you, she put her head down and she was like, all right, consider it done. And she made this goal. And I mean, she just knocked it out of the park and, and granted, some people don't have that type of discipline, but man, she did. And she was, she came back and she was like, well, paid my, paid my house off six months earlier than what our goal was. And we were like, oh my gosh, you know, it was, <laughs> So I tell you this um, because there is, you know, it really depends how motivated are you, how how much do you want it, and and what are some of the goals set. And she she literally told us afterwards, you know, because she did retire early, and she told us afterwards she was like, I didn't think I would be able to retire until I was sixty seven years old. Mm. And you you guys, you know, you helped me make that happen sooner because I I needed to know what to do, and and I think it comes back to. Um, you know, asking for help, right? And I, we, we talk about this a lot in here. You know, if, if you're not feeling well, um, what are you going to do? You're going to go to the doctor. If you're having, if you're struggling, you know, with whatever it is, you, you know, you're going to go and get help in life. I mean, that is the, the best part of really, um, uh, bettering yourself is asking people who have gone through it to, to help you. Right. And I think that that's where, um, I can't urge you enough to call because you don't have to do it alone. And that's where we can, you know, create a plan and help walk you through, okay, the discipline of here's where, you know, you are and here's where you should be, or, Hey, you're already there. Let's get you retired. So again, it's just getting that help to, to help you through that process. And Chuck, I mean, you've been doing this over four decades. I, I would like to think that over that time, you've seen some pre-retirees come in and, and you've been able to show them, hey, you're on a good path. If you just do this, 
you can retire on this date. Now, again, for uh, those listening, not everyone's solutions are going to be yours. These are individualized plans, and you want to come in and sit down and, and, and get this uh, discussion started. But I, I would like to think that, you know, over the course of your career, you've seen some people eyes light up that they can retire earlier than they thought. Oh, that, you know, and that's one of the uh, most exciting things about what we do in here are for the people that say, when we ask them, when, when would you like to retire? And, and they say tomorrow and, uh, and we say, are you serious? And they said, yes, I, if I could, I would. And so that's where, you know, when we put together a plan and show someone that they can retire now, my goodness, to give them that freedom of making that decision whether they want to continue to work or not, that is one of the most rewarding things that we do here in this office. But the problem of it is, is so many people, they have a hard time transitioning from saving money into retirement to spending the money that they've saved. Uh, it, it is, it's unbelievable how many people just, they, it's, it's a paradigm switch of how are the, you know, how they're doing their finances. But when you show them, and, and when we put together a plan, we use very low amounts of uh, interest that they're going to earn. We're using inflation. Uh, we're showing them what, you know, the only thing we don't really know is how high taxes are going to go. But we take the worst case scenario and show them how long their money is going to last. And when they see, you should see their their eyes light up. Like, you mean I don't have to work another five years? The freedom that that gives people. And not just to retire and sit at home and read books saying, you know, here's what you need for your paycheck. Here's what you can use for your playcheck. My goodness, that is, that's <laughs> when people get excited and call us and say, I pulled the trigger. I gave them my two-week notice. And that is financial freedom. And I am so blessed that Lehman Lewis Financial Group allows people to do that. What an amazing feeling that is. And so, it, it, you know, it is the number one concern. Will my money last as long as I do? Layman Lewis has a, a, a downloadable free resource for you at laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. And it says, will your money last as long as you do? It's where you can sit down, read, and explore, and then pick up the phone and call Alicia, Chuck, and Josh and set up an appointment to find out. Uh, where you are now and where you want to go. 970-446-1234 is the phone number. 970-446-1234. Again, on the web, laymanlewisresources.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Tomrock. And Josh, the last two stages of the financial life uh, that happened during retirement, in your early retirement years, you're probably – wanting to do all the big bucket items, um, you know, bucket list items, I should say, and enjoy your time. So how do you create a spending strategy so you can enjoy the early years without blowing through all of your savings too quickly? This is a very common uh, sort of planning strategy we utilize. I'd refer to it as a higher front-end income. So a lot of folks say, hey, I, I want to do all of these elective things, kind of like you listed out. 
And I think more often than not, this really comes back to the budget, right? Where we got to know and understand. Hold kind it, of hold what... it. I have to have a budget? <laughs> that helps. Yes, absolutely. We got to know how much you're spending to know how long it's going to last. So, yeah, absolutely. Budget is the linchpin of that. So if we know and understand kind of what all your fixed expenses look like, then we can go ahead and sort of build out a strategy for that. But then we really sit down and, and kind of look at what what is on your bucket list. Because some people, you know, you think of a, a bucket list. For some people, they're like, I want to do something relatively simple. Meanwhile, there's other people who say, I want to, you know, climb Machu Picchu and spend, you know, a month in South America. So there's different price tags associated with that, right? So we really sit down and sort of meticulously build out these different things and look at what is that going to be expense-wise and then look at what does that mean for the longer-term projections of meeting your ongoing liabilities for the next 35, 40 years. So it really, you know, I think more than anything kind of depends on the family we're working with. And if you've sort of sat down and looked at what those items are and then kind of associate costs with them, and then we really build out the plan from there. But we want to, you know, look at all those things and make sure we're taking that into consideration because that's really what retirement's all about. Uh, Alicia, apparently Josh is looking for a trip to Machu Picchu to climb, you know, the mountain. Oh, I, that is definitely on our bucket list. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, you just got to figure out how to climb steps first. <laughs> oh, wow. I've Chuck from no, he needs, no, he Bang. needs to learn how to go down Down them. steps, yeah. Well, we can get him to the top of the mountain. It's coming down. All right. So, uh, Alicia, how do we get started? You know, sometimes people, it's it's that starting line. You, you see all, you're looking at the forest rather than what's right in front of you. So how do you start making that retirement plan and building your retirement savings and all of those if I'm in that pre-retiree phase? Well, I think the first step is picking up the phone and calling us, um, absolutely, because that's where we can kind of sit down with you. And again, this is not just a, a um, cookie cutter. This is what you do all along the way. It's really sitting down and us getting to know you so that we can figure out where is your heart? What is, you know, what are you trying to accomplish? Do you want to be retired now? Or do you, do you love what you do? And you've got some more years that you want to work. Um, and then of course there are the kind of basic stuff that we would uh, help you through, um, you know, getting, gathering some information such as the budget and things like that. But I think more than anything, it is making sure that you have, um, somebody on your side that is working for you and working with you through the process of, uh, getting your retirement plan together. And, and that's what I love about, uh, what we do. You know, we've got a team of advisors here, uh, that we, we work on every single case, you know, the, the four of us work on every single case together because of the fact that we want you to know that, that, you know, we're working for you. We've got a team for you. Four advisors are better than one. And, um, again, it's, it's one of those situations where we get to sit down and say, what do you want? Where's your heart? What keeps you up at night? And, and focus on that and work through that with you. Um, but also be there all, all along the way, because this is not a set it and forget it, uh, retirement plan or investments or anything like this. This is something that we work through 
and continue to work through all the way until you pass away. And I think that that's important to, to remember that this is just not, okay, I've got that taken care of check. That's a check off my list. And while, yes, it might feel like that to you, but that might be something where we're calling you up on a regular basis saying, Hey, you know, there's been some changes in legislation or what's changed in your life where we're making tweaks to your plan. But that's where it's nice because that's it. It kind of takes the pressure off of you and puts puts that on us and you having that team of advisors. Put the Lehman Lewis team to work for you and your retirement plan. You can reach out today at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Could you end up paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free tax guide by texting TAX to 970-446-1234. That's TAX to 970-446-1234. It's the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. We're going to take a little time today on the program to put Alicia, Chuck, and Josh to the test with a round of retirement trivia. Everybody fired up for trivia today? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And our topic today, everyone's favorite, taxes. Woo. Yay. (laughs) Taxes. (laughs) All right. Have you you seen that YouTube video where it's like the kid that's playing Monopoly and he's crying, throwing this massive fit, and um, his mom is videotaping him saying, what's wrong, Donnie? (laughs) Taxes. It's the worst part of the game. It is uh, hilarious. That is. That's what his voice sounds like, too. <laughs> so funny. All right. So we're going to put you to the test, and uh, we'll, we'll have some fun here on the program. First question up. When was the federal income tax created? Was it A, 1776, B, 1804, C, 1861, or D, 1913? I do not know. What'd you say, Josh? Federal Reserve Act was created in 1913. Okay, but we're looking for federal income tax. Yep, so 1913. You're going for 1913. Yep. Alicia, do you concur? I am not (laughs) sure on this one. I I don't know. Okay, so here we go. (laughs) 1861, President Abe Lincoln signed the Revenue Act 
that imposed oh. the first ever federal income tax to generate funds for the Civil War. Now, that was uh, repealed 10 years later, but in 1913, the year that Josh mentioned, the uh. 16th Amendment established the federal income tax system that we know today. Mark, for crying out mark loud. your calendar, guys. Honest, Abe, this is, I, I mean, wrong. whoa, this is the day that Josh. <laughs> Got one, one know, wrong. Yeah. I'm a little bit flushed right now. Okay. I don't even know what to say. I'm going to guess you'll get the next one. So. Ten he's, years He's going to be punching his they, pillow tonight. They, they repealed it. There was Unbelievable. A, yeah. All right, question number two on tax trivia here on the NOCO Retirement Report. What was the first tax deadline when the modern federal income tax was established? Was it A, January 1st, B, February 14th, because everybody wants to celebrate Valentine's Way that day, uh, C, March 1st, or D, April 1st? Again, I don't know, and you know what? I'm thinking about this. The reason I don't know is because something that I hate so much, I don't really want to know about it. (laughs) Alicia was very emphatic, though. She said March 1. Uh-huh. March yep. 1. I would March go 1. with that. Yep. C also. Okay, here we go. Let's see what the uh, survey says. Yes, correct. Oh the first goodness. tax deadline, March 1st. It was the original deadline for filing income taxes back in 1913. But by 1919, the government said, let's push it back to the 15th of March to help people crunched for time. March 15th remained that filing deadline until 1955 when the IRS said it would uh, really help their employees and tax filers to have another month so they moved it to April 15th. And then, of course, it's been a moving target for about the last four or five years. Or if it falls on a Saturday, then they just move it to the following Monday. So there you go. The moving target, but you were correct, March 1st, the original filing deadline for filing your taxes. The next question is 50-50. So, Chuck, you can play along. Okay. I will, uh, true I'll or false, the job of a tax preparer is female-dominated. True Easy. or false? True. True. It is. Online research firm Zipia has found that 65% of all tax preparers are women. The average age for tax preparers is 47, and the majority are located in New York and Chicago. So there you go. A little more trivia for you to take to the bar you know, later and wow your friends. Yeah. <laughs> all right, another uh, true-false question for number four, tax trivia on the NOCO Retirement Report. By the way, if you want to reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh and test their knowledge, you can reach out at 970-446-1234. Now we're talking about retirement income planning, and they'll have the answers for you, 970-446-1234. Or text the word VISIT to that same number, 970-446-1234. Text visit to that number to set up a visit with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. All right, another true-false question with number four. Your Social Security benefits are the only source of income guaranteed to be tax-free. A, true, B, false. 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 (laughs) Oh, man, I I can't believe uh, Chuck isn't getting fired up about this. Um, Sure, he's he's on a slow burn. They always said that, you know, Social Security would not never be not taxed. ever be taxed. It'll and never be used for identification purposes. Yep. yep. We know both of those answers. So, yes, the, the answer is false. Some of you will have to pay income taxes on up to 85% of your Social Security benefits if you have other substantial income such as wages, self-employment, interest, dividends, etc. Chuck, would you like to expound? 
no. or explode or i will get in trouble i can't say th- things like that on okay the all right but chuck number one and and we don't want to disparage the uh the ssa office social security folks they again they cannot answer questions and i know alicia you guys have a good working relationship with your local uh, social security office and they only can do what they can do they they're not uh, paid to give advice so right and they're actually not allowed to allowed to so, exactly yeah. yep yep and great people over there um but yeah it's that would be going against what they're allowed to do so mm-hmm. yeah so they're following the rules all right, question number five, tax trivia here on the NOCO Retirement Report with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. And, again, you can reach out 970-446-1234 or text the word VISIT to set up your very own visit with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. Text VISIT to 970-446-1234. Question five, tax trivia. Which state offers an exemption from income taxes for people aged 100 or older, is it A, Texas, B, Kentucky, C, Hawaii, or D, New Mexico? It's not Colorado. I'd probably <laughs> guess Texas, but I, you know, as a guess, but I have no clue. My guess would probably be Hawaii, but. Yeah, right. Hawaii has one of the oh, there, no. states. I'm going to go with the land of enchantment. Mexico. Ooh, oh. Okay, so is everybody going to concur Land with Josh? Enchantment. It is. No, the, I don't it is. Concur with that. It no. is. But then again, I don't, maybe I should side with Josh. I probably he usually knows. I, I'm just guessing. So, I'll side with Josh. I'll okay, side with Josh. so two out of three. So we're going with New Mexico, the land of enchantment, and that is oh, correct. Dang. So the answer is D, New Mexico. It's uh, where my daughter resides right now because she is working at the University of New Mexico. So beginning well, in the you year... You should move there. You're almost 100, aren't she you? She sticks yes. it out another 80-some years. She's, <laughs> she's going to be making money. So beginning in the year 2002, that tax year, people over 100 who were not dependents of others are exempt from filing and paying New Mexico personal income tax. There's always caveats. I think if you reach yeah. 100, they should be able – you should get all kinds of stuff. Right. Well, you get free coffee at McDonald's. Is that what it is? <laughs> you have to get there, though. Oh Inflation hasn't ruined that one. <laughs> uh, good point. Good point. All right, my we're going to – My, my ex-father-in-law was 100. He used to get all of his sugar and mustard and ketchup there, too, free. <laughs> Napkins, yeah, uh, straws. <laughs> All right, we've got a bonus round question for you. So uh, this will make up for the only one that you missed early on. So here we go. The bonus question on tax trivia here on the NoCo Retirement Report. The American symbol Uncle Sam is allegedly based on a businessman Sam Wilson, B founding father Samuel Adams. I like his beer. <laughs> C, General Sam Houston, or D, Sam I Am from Green Eggs and Ham? Yeah, oh, that's it. God. Sam I Am from Green Eggs and Ham. Um, can I just say that he's not my uncle? <clears throat> yeah, I understand. That's all he says, not my uncle, Sam. Um, I'm pretty sure hey. Sam I Am came much later yeah, after. Yeah. That, so. I, process of elimination be uh, A. So it's definitely not Sam I Am from no, and I don't yeah. think it's Samuel Adams. No. No, but it, it, you do like his beer. Yeah, I do like his beer. Okay. So we're going with A, and you are hey. correct. Yeah. Sam Wilson, a uh, businessman during the War of 1812, 
supplied barrels of beef to the army, and on those barrels it was stamped U.S. to indicate government property. Now, that identification led to the widespread use of the nickname Uncle Sam for the United States or U.S., now, I don't know. Does anybody want to eat beef from a barrel? I was just going to say, that just it sounds had been, very unsettling. It was probably jerky. I mean, yeah, it had to be they, cured already, wouldn't yeah, you Yeah, a rich oak flavor. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine some, you know, shredded raw beef in a barrel and, hey, no. guys, uh, have at it. No, I'll pass. I'll pass. Well, guys, we have uh, about three minutes left on, on today's um, program, and we, we thank you for playing uh, tax trivia with us. But this is, you know, I want people to realize when they come in and, and visit with you, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, and obviously Jeff, and, you know, Carrie's a part of the team. I mean, this is a team. This is a family. And what people get is that kind of an experience. It's like sitting around the kitchen table. And just describe the experience that they'll have when they come in and meet with you. Well, I think more than anything, a lot of people, uh, you know, get a little anxiety over thinking about going to talk about money. And we understand that. And so that is why we want to make people feel really comfortable when, when they're in here, we're never, you know, high pressure, anything. What we like to do is sit down and get to know people. This is not just, um, you know, down to business all the time. It is very relational because the better we know you, the better we can advise you. But really, when you're coming in and talking with us, the, that first visit, you know, we're sitting down and we're getting to know what what's going on, what's keeping you up at night, when do you want to retire, um, if you are retired, are you living the retirement of your dreams, and just really getting to know you. And then at that point, we're we're going to make a de- a decision together. Hey, do you want to go to the next step and let us do a full-blown portfolio analysis, see what's going on with your portfolio, and come back and educate you. Here's what's happening in uh, in your portfolio. And then kind of educate you more on these are all the different things that are available in our in our industry, things that we offer, things that we don't, and everything in between, and then show you this is how we really feel like we could help you. And from there, it's you making a decision of do I want Lehman Lewis Financial Group to be my trusted advisors, my retirement planners, and uh, you know, going from there. So it isn't this big, scary, oh my gosh, it's more, let's take one step at a time. But again, this is a very relational firm here. Um, all four of us do work on your plan. Every plan that we work on, we work on together um, because four advisors are better than one and because it really provides a, a wonderful service for you to be able to have a team uh, at your fingertips. If you want to put the Lehman Lewis team to work for you and your retirement plan and create your very own personalized retirement roadmap, reach out today, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, always great to spend an hour with you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you next week. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Have a good one. This is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call. 970-446-1234. 
Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are gonna be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. So if you wanna get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed index products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.